I'm Camille. I'm Anita. And, and we're, we're the Soul, Soul Sisters. Sisters. Thanks for listening to the Shine Bikini Podcast. We created Shine Bikinis to create empowerment and confidence through our competition suits, podcasts, and blogs. We are a team of sister competitors who have a mission to educate, connect, and converse with competitors across the nation. We can't wait to see you shine on stage. Shine Bikini offers competition suits for any federation, including IFBB, NPC competitions, and natural bodybuilding federations as well. We offer posing suits for any division that are great for posing practice as they offer ties on the hips to change as your body gets ready to shine on stage. Shop posing suits on shinebikini.com. You'll also find many helpful resources on our website that are great for first-time competitors. We offer affordable competition suit rentals as well. Please be sure to shop shinebikini.com. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Camille here, and I'm one of the Soul Sisters, and today we are going to be talking to the wonderful Serena, and I want to hear about her competition journey. So bring me back um, and tell me, what when was your first competition? What brought you to this competing journey? So my first competition was in August. It was August 27th, and it was a USBF show. And I gave figure a try when I competed in that one because it's honestly figure is my main overall goal, but I have a lot more muscle mass that I need to be putting on. So in this show, October 1st, the natural Viking, I decided to give bikini a try. And it definitely was a change of pace from what figure was. Um, but I definitely, I have more of the physique for bikini right now. So I placed a lot better than I did in figure. Um, kind of what got me into my bodybuilding journey and all that was, uh, a little bit of personal kind of stuff, but for about four years, I struggled with an eating disorder that kind of controlled my life. And it brought me to the point where it just was not just deteriorating my like physical health, but my mental health as well. And I didn't know where I was going in life. So about two years ago, I joined the army and going through basic training and all that stuff, I gained more muscle and it made me realize that I can push myself and my body to like extraordinary places. So when I got back from basic training, I started working with a coach and it got me to where I needed to be on my bulk. And then I decided that I wanted to compete before I deploy because I'm deploying this month um, oh, to the wow. border. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to compete before I leave. And so went through the whole prep, 20 week, 20 week prep, but it honestly, when I competed in my second show, it ended up being like a 29 week prep. So it was continued. It was long. It was very long. Um, I got very lean and honestly, it definitely, it comes with as you're leaning out and all that stuff, just like body image and everything. You're just like freaking out. Cause it's like, okay, I'm so lean. This is like ridiculous. Um, One week post show right now, right? I'm about a week and a half now it's almost it's coming up on two weeks now okay since and so how are you sitting right now uh where are you at emotionally how is the reverse diet going where's your head at I, it sounded like it was a really long journey and it it just came to a conclusion you've had two weeks to kind of let the dust settle how's that been going 
honestly, the first week was probably like the most mentally tough. Um, last week was it was getting into the fact that you know it's over. And I just slowly have been working my way into uh, like mentally preparing myself for this deployment, as well as trying to get back on this on the page with like my reverse diet. My stomach is super sensitive to certain foods, which is honestly a good thing because I'm not like, you know, going out every night and that kind of thing. I'm eating the same thing I was eating on prep, just more carbs, obviously. And Mm -hmm all of that. So nothing's really changed with my like eating. I mean, I did after my show, I nonstop was craving cookies. Mm -hmm. So I ate way too many cookies, which you would think you would think that your body would be like, okay, I'm going to put on all this weight. Instead, last week, I ended up dropping a lot of weight because I was eating like complete crap. Um, so now getting back on track, I've started like gaining weight back, which is good. I mean, slowly, but surely, cause I'm not just like packing on the pounds, which is good, but yeah, no, I just, I've had a few different experiences post show and just with the history of, you know, eating disorders, I was curious to see how bodybuilding has affected that. Do you feel like it's brought some of those things back out or do you feel like you, are in just much better place of control now. I just know that it's a common issue post show. I mean, it was for me at least. There are definitely times, especially even during prep, where it would it would haunt me because even though I like I haven't acted on it, it's definitely something that still mentally like affects you. Mm-hmm. So it's some days are harder than others, but I just like if I'm getting like the urges or anything like that to like binge or purge or something, I'll like go on a walk or I'll find something to do so I get my mind off of doing that. And right, you have that I have awareness of that dialogue that's starting to go, and then you kind of take the initiative or intention to replace it with, okay, what do I want to focus on instead? That's great. That shows a lot of discipline. And honestly, it's all come from the fact that honestly, joining like the military, like I never thought that it would grow my mental strength as much as it did. Because if I wouldn't have joined the military, I probably would still be in the same spot. Mm -hmm. And it changed like it changed my life. Like, yes, there's like a love hate thing with it. Because like, do I want to go on this deployment? No, but at the same time, I know it'll be a good experience. And I know while I'm down there, I'll still be able to keep up with my training and as well as still eat the way I've been eating. And it's not going to change anything with that. Just the change, I guess, is like, you know, coming from living, being close to family, all that, to being far away from family and not being able to see them as often is probably going to be the mental strain with that. But um, yeah. perseverance in a whole different way that's emotional perseverance to hold tight through that Mm -hmm. um I have so many questions I'm so curious about I want to unpack so many things my first one um is with competing in figure and in bikini but with your heart ultimately leading to figure which what things do you like about each of the categories posing and what was the most surprising thing about that aspect So, like, going into competing, obviously, originally was figure. So, for posing and all that stuff, I was, I'm super conditioned in, and it's just something that, like, I enjoy. I have a very lean back, like, it leans out very well. So, I love doing the back pose and figure and all that. So, it's, like, 
posing with figure especially you have to be very conditioned for it because you're sitting there in those poses for long amounts of time and eventually you begin to shake as where I felt like the transition to bikini bikini posing was a lot easier and even the girls that I was competing against they would get off stage like just completely like because we were on stage for like 25 minutes and they were just dying backstage and I'm just like this isn't really that hard. <laughs> You're like, oh, um, you're rolling out there. This is just a little bit of contortion. Not, not too bad. Yeah, but when I was competing in figure, definitely we were up there for, it was a smaller show, the USBF show that I was competing in. So it was literally like, I felt it was literally me competing against myself and one other girl, which okay. definitely felt like I, as a first show, it was like, okay, but the re- the main reason I competed in the second show was like I need to compete in a bigger show to see where I like place and how I do. Absolutely. And since it was like, you know, I ended up not doing so well in figure, it was just like, well, I uh, um my boyfriend's coach mentioned that there was um another show October 1st, so I was like, you know what? I'll give it a try and see how I do, which I ended up doing very well in bikini. And after getting the feedback from all the judges, even they agree that I should be staying bikini, which obviously my heart and where like my passion like goes is figure because I just feel like the posing for bikini girls and all that stuff, it's just not, it's just not for me. Like, it's just like how they pose and everything. I'm just like, I just, this is not me, Mm -hmm. but that's why after um now just kind of getting back into like growing season all that kind of stuff I'm taking the next like two to three years off to see how much muscle I can gain and see if I can possibly you know make the cut for like looking better in bikini or not bikini figure yeah no I think that's an awesome plan and I love to hear that you've set time aside for growth and how long will you be deployed during that three-year period I'll be right now they're saying either a year or a year and a half. So, you know, we have no idea, but um, to be honest with you, one thing about the military is they'll like say one thing, but then they don't even know what they're saying because it can like, it's so unorganized. Right. So um, definitely giving that time to like really grow and stuff. And I know that There are a couple people that are wanting to compete down there that are in my unit and as they're like first shows and stuff. So like I said that I'd help them out with um, all that kind of stuff. And I going on this deployment, I my main goal with my like career and everything is getting into coaching and nutrition and all that stuff. Yeah. And I, my main goal is while I'm down there to do school and to take classes and all that stuff to get me where I feel like I will be like the best coach that I can be. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people are coaching nowadays, especially they get into coaching, they don't have like the credentials, they don't have the knowledge, and they're just coaching because Instagram influencers and all that stuff. And I feel like for me to be the best coach that I could be, I need that knowledge and experience. So right, in practice, right? So exactly. Started, whether it's working on yourself, piloting programs on yourself. So that gains you your feedback and starting with your, you know, localized clientele. Like it sounds like you have a little community already kind of started. Yeah. And 
I've started coaching a couple girls and I basically how I run it is like I am because I'm currently taking classes right now before I even leave. So I have a little bit of a not like knowledge base plus like my current coach. He is very knowledgeable with nutrition, all that stuff. So I gained a lot of knowledge from him, especially with prep and everything. So I've started coaching people, but I don't charge them because I'm just like, I want to get the experience. I'm not doing this for the money. I'm doing this for my career. So that's how a lot of general population clientele or competitive clients or what's your Uh, right now kind of just general like people wanting to get in shape and that kind of thing. Um, Eventually, I would like to coach people on getting like competing in that kind of thing. But especially for someone wanting to compete right now, I feel like I want to be at a point where like, I'm a little bit more knowledge. Yeah, I think there's a huge difference between working with competitive clients and general population clients. And I know me personally, I've always been afraid of the stigma of seeing bikini competitors who compete once or twice and then start taking on clients and bringing their clients to stage. I think that can just be really dangerous if coaches aren't considering the whole competitive journey, setting clients up right metabolically speaking and making sure their nutrition is actually in the right spot before beginning a contest prep. How how did you first reach out to your coach? How did you decide on what show to do first? So basically, um, I at the time I was being coached by Alicia. I can I can't even pronounce it. Her last name starts with a K. And she, I mentioned to her that I wanted to compete before I deployed. And she basically was looking at like possible shows that I could do. And she mentioned, she mentioned the one, the USBF one in, um, in August, August 27th. So from then we started kind of like working a little bit harder because at that point it wasn't time to like start the prep yet. Did you initially bring calories up then before cutting down? Uh, somewhat. Yes. So we brought like my carbs more, we brought my carbs up and, um, more before we started slowly taking them away. And then at about, um, I made a switch from coaches. Um, I made a switch to my boyfriend's coach, okay, uh, Colton Lukes. He's prior military service. So he just like, he was a recruiter for the National Guard for uh, many years. And then he decided, like, he was into the bodybuilding thing. He competed. He got his pro card in physique, I think. And then he, when he got out of the Guard, he moved to Texas and he decided that he wanted to really get into coaching. So he's very, he's very knowledgeable with everything. And Alicia is still my posing coach. So she was the one that taught me both uh, figure and bikini. And she's a pro in figure. So she had to learn kind of the bikini thing, but she ended up doing one hell of a job with it. That's so fun. I'm, yeah. I'm, actually, I'm like the opposite. <laughs> I do both figure and pose er, and bikini, but I'm a bikini pro. So when I have to do figure, I'm like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. so different, but they're so, I love that. Like when I see clients, like it is interesting how you say, like you like fitting in, like you felt like one just feels more like you with the posing. Mm-hmm. And I, especially like the, the categories are changing over, t- over the years. So I think there is a lot more people that aren't sure about which category they should be in, but it's so mm-hmm. funny to get clients posing in one or the other. You can kind of just tell 
one feels very foreign to them and one yeah. feels like, okay, I, I like think figure has a little bit more structure and it's very more symmetrical. And I think uh, I've had a lot of other military clients too that just like the crispness uh, and the presentation of figure just a, a little bit more than bikini. But I always think it's so fascinating how people kind of can find their way throughout the sport depending yeah. on where their physique's at versus what their posing preference is. Well, exactly. Because it's definitely like, yes, I might have the physique for more like bikini because I had like, even with bikini, this is like one thing like judges feedback. I know a lot of people that don't end up actually going for the judges feedback because they mm-hmm. don't want to get their like feelings hurt and stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, if you want to be the best that you can be, I mean, this is a judge sport. You want to get the judges feedback. So both shows, I made sure to email all the judges and ask for their feedback. And the feedback that I do get, a lot of, like, some people take it as like, oh, I suck. When in reality, it's like, no, this is just something that you can improve on so you can go, you can do better in this sport. Because this sport is judged. It's not like, you know, cross-country running or it's not basketball. It's, this is a judge sport. So it's like. Absolutely. um, Getting that feedback has honestly helped me and realizing on what I need to improve on, especially with my posing, because I mean, I had four weeks to prep for this bikini posing and I had seven months to prep for figure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, taking that time to try to like, get back into it, like, um, into like, different posing and everything, like it was very weird at first. And even like being on stage, like, I straight up just wanted to go into like the front pose and I'm like, oh crap. Nope. This is, this is bikini, not figure. (laughs) Yep. You do have, when you do both and I've crossed over at shows too, you really got to keep those buckets separate. Know what you're going to go into when you do that quarter turn. (laughs) Oh, I'm like, when you're like, oh, that's the wrong pose back to bikini. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And it definitely, the, the transition with it all was like, at first, like I, if anything, it was a mental thing because from competing in my first show, I was honestly at first like a little bit hurt by it. Like just thinking because all the judges that I got feedback from, they're like, you need to do bikini. You would do so well in bikini. And I was like, at first I took it as, you know, I was mentally like destroyed by the fact that they said that. But then after about a week and over time and kind of realizing, you know, I have a lot to grow and I have a lot where I need to be to be very competitive and figure. Mm -hmm. So I need to take this time to grow and just say, kind of screw it and let's try bikini. Mm -hmm. And once I started having fun with it and once I started just like that mental part of my mind, just saying, you know, this is fun. I'm doing this for fun. When I stepped on stage again, it was a lot better experience than the first time I had stepped on stage. That's so good to hear. And I I think that's fantastic that you highlighted that not everybody likes to see judges feedback because I think you're so right. It's ridiculous the amount of people in this sport that complain about their placing but refuse to actually apply judges feedback or even ask for it. At the end of the day, we all chose to do a sport where people judge us based on how we look, not on how we performed, not on how hard we worked, not on how long we trained. If you're looking for a performance sport, pick a different one. It's a a personal opinion sport. Um, So you have to, that's like writing a paper without looking at the rubric. Like, let's figure out what they're aiming for and let's work to fit that or test and see if we 
swing again, go up to bat again, get some more data, and then go back to the drawing board and kind of cater that to it. I was born and raised in Idaho, up in the mountains, so. <laughs> so you know what it's like to not have Wi-Fi or have sporadic service. <laughs> yes, I do. I remember when the Wi-Fi would go cut out, and then I'd be, like, walking down the mountain trying to freaking get Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I know. And I live 20 minutes from Walmart. I feel like that should never happen. But that's with all that's what all the interruptions have been. My satellite keeps missing, or my Wi-Fi keeps missing a satellite. So, <laughs> all right, let's wrap up. If you have... Words of wisdom to competitors who are looking to get into the sport. What do you wish you knew from the very beginning? What wise words of wisdom do you have to pass on to other competitors? You want to repeat that? Like cut out again. (laughs) Sure. What words of advice do you have for future competitors? My my biggest advice is definitely if you are a first-time competitor and you're just getting into the sport, get a coach because a lot of people don't think that they need one but in like when you think about it if you don't have the knowledge to look at your macros you don't have the knowledge of that and you can get someone that can help you with that grow your knowledge to the point where eventually maybe you don't even need a coach because Mm -hmm. you have the knowledge with it my biggest thing is get yourself a coach that has the knowledge that can help you grow and compete and to reach your goals. Because if you have a coach that cares about your goal as much as you do and will help you get there, you are going to be successful in this sport. Right. And that's the best way to show that you understand what you're learning is for you to be able to teach it to other people as well. Uh, And one last question. What do you wish you would have known at the very start of all of this? Honestly, I wish I would have known that. Hmm. Let me think about that for a second. Yeah, it's a, it's just a, such an interesting journey. Do you find found that it it divided your friend group, or was your friends and family very supportive of your journey on this? Um my my friends definitely like my friend group changed for sure. I mean, the friends that I had before when I first moved here two years ago, definitely changed from where they are now. Obviously, like back then, these people were like college people, they were kind of partiers, all that kind of stuff. And now I have found like my passion and what I love. So now all my friends revolve around the bodybuilding industry and just like, workout people who take it actually genuinely seriously um because there are a lot of people out there that just they're they work out but they're not they don't take it seriously to the point where they're like they're actually counting their macros all that kind of stuff so definitely my friend group has changed my family has been very supportive my mom when i was younger she planned to compete and she didn't end up competing because just around the time she was suffering from an eating disorder as well. So it was very difficult for her to be able to like narrow down and compete while Mm -hmm. she was struggling with something. Um, So definitely uh, she now, since I competed, she wants to compete and she's, she just hit 50 and she's like now making it her goal to compete. And she's uh, not suffering from her eating disorder anymore. She's gotten in a good place in life and, yeah, it's definitely brought out a lot of, um, like with me competing, my family's gotten a lot healthier with what they're eating. 
and just the whole just everything has changed with that which it's actually nice to see wow that is so great to hear and i think that's an excellent um role model for many other women uh who experience eating disorders at some point in their life. I always get very apprehensive of anybody with a history of eating disorder to to participate in this sport because Mm -hmm. you watch your body change so drastically and your food is so – or can be very restricted. Um, But I love hearing that you and your mother are are both navigating this sport with grace and ease um, with working uh, through that history. So I think that's – I'm really glad to hear that both of you are being able to participate in this sport with such good, good feelings from it because it can either bring the best out of people or bring the worst out of people. And I'm Mm -hmm. glad that you've chosen to use it as a bring the best out of you. Yeah, it definitely hasn't been easy, but being able to figure out the main issue and what caused it and being able to mentally train your mind because at the end of the day eating disorders a lot of it is mental right and you have to figure out that like what exactly you're using it mentally for and you have to get to the root of the issue did you have professional help and guidance through this I did not okay yeah like I I remember uh, I did seek help a little bit but it just wasn't it wasn't working for me mm-hmm. and i re- ended up getting through it by myself and training myself and training my brain to get through it which yeah. has helped me get mentally stronger are you a big personal development person honestly yeah yeah i am like books and podcasts and all that yes me too i love it i love it i love seeing so many similarities and competitors i like when it's on, it's on and object in motion stays in motion. And I think working on yourself in the physical sense gives you the best opportunity to work on yourself in the mental sense. Like you're saying with that mental fortitude, um, which I'm sure the military has set that kind of groundwork for how to discipline the human mind and, and get what you want out of it. Exactly. Thank you so much for being so open and so vulnerable here with me today. I asked some really deep questions and I appreciate you being so open and honest with our audience about your experience with the sport, your history with it, and where you plan to go with it. I think it's a super powerful message for competitors to hear the whole journey of it, what was like before, what we got out of it during, and what we're hoping to look forward to it in the future. It's such a sport that we can touch in and out of over years and years and years and compete for many to come. So Mm -hmm. I love hearing how other competitors get introduced into the sport and what their plans are to kind of weave in and out of the competitive stage for years to come. So again, I just want to say thank you so much for being so open and honest with the Shine Squad here today. Of course. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Shine on. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Make sure to go to shinebikini.com to view more of our helpful resources. We have podcasts, we have blogs, we have videos on our YouTube channel, everything we've designed to help you, the competitor, and to support our community as a whole. Shine on.